0: Hello there folks, I'm Dave Holmes and welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits US and UK comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. Speaking of pop culture, here in the United States, our number one movie at the time that we are taping this is Pitch Perfect 2. Mm. All right, America. If you are not familiar with the first Pitch Perfect, uh, it's about a screenwriter who gets a hold of the screenplay for Bring It On, does a search and replace to turn all the cheers into Akas, and becomes a millionaire. Uh, I have not seen Pitch Perfect 2. Has anyone seen Pitch Perfect 2? I haven't seen Pitch Perfect 2.
1: I went to see Mad Max.
0: Okay, yep. all right. Yeah, it actually edged out Mad Max. Mm-hmm. Is it as good as everybody seems to uh, say? Uh, it
1: is two and a half hours of sustained, glorious violence. It's really? fantastic.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. People are
0: wigging out about it. Straight up wigging out. Uh, over in the UK, uh, your number one movie, besides the new Avengers, which doesn't count, is Spooks The Greater Good. Uh, <laughs> I speak for my entire country when I say, what?
3: What? What is that?
4: I, I have no so, idea.
3: I think it's about really? spies. Oh, right. Spooks is another name for spies. Oh,
0: gotcha. Mm.
3: Spooks is a word for spies? It, yeah. Is. it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. No, it's, I not
0: think... like, it's not like they're the British version of poltergeist. <laughs> yeah,
3: it's
5: like, what if it was like poltergeist, but they're, they're working for the greater good? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be sort of, that would be a fun twist on the whole poltergeist thing, I think.
0: I agree. And you're listening to International Waters. I could do it playing for the country where the movie mad max is called maxwell is cross that joke is courtesy of dave shumka from stop podcasting yourself she's a scottish stand-up who's appeared on sherlock the it crowd and nbc's last comic standing she's wendy and hello wendy hello how are you i'm very well how are you great if you if you were forced to uh sing uh, acapella right now what song would you go for
3: oh my god we built this city.
0: <laughs> oh, cut it out. Also <laughs> playing for Team UK, he's a stand-up comic. He's one-third of the sketch troupe The Penny Dreadfuls, and he's the star of BBC Radio 4's. Tom Tuck goes straight to DVD. He's Tom Tuck. Hi, Tom. Oh, hello. How are you? What is your Aca Jam of choice?
4: Um, um, probably a Billy Joel, perhaps the longest time.
0: Oh, that's Nice. That's real nice. You'd have to harmonize with yourself.
4: Yeah, it'd be difficult, but I'll... I'll High degree I'll, of difficulty. I'll punch a stoma in and then... Great.
0: Perfect. And <laughs> uh, they've written out in the script that your name is pronounced Tom and not Thom. This is correct. Which <laughs> I knew. I'm just going to put it out there.
5: Yeah, I, that's kind of Bush League. That's a little say, Bush League. You say that's a
0: little Bush League, guys. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're going to get to know our teams a little better throughout the show. But for now, Team UK, I need you to come up with a buzz in word that you feel best represents your great nation.
3: God, well, it can't be democracy. Well, it can. <laughs> Democracy?
4: <laughs> How about just, oh God. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh God?
0: Is yeah. that for Cameron? Yep. Is that for, is that for your new professor? Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, God.
2: oh God. Oh God. I'll take
0: it. Playing for the nation where the movie Mad Max is called a feminist atrocity. That joke, courtesy Ooh. of the terrified men's rights movement. Mm. So scary. Big fans of our show. Uh, <laughs> she is an improviser who's been in plenty of sitcoms, commercials, and the soon to be hit vampire comedy Bloodsucking Bastards. It's Beth Russell.
5: Oh, hey. How are you? Yeah. I'm bananas. Yeah?
0: You are bananas? <laughs> B-A-N-A-N-A-S? <laughs> mm-hmm. Great.
5: Yeah. Uh, what's your bananas.
0: What's your Aka jam?
5: I get really ambitious and try to do something completely instrumental. <laughs> just okay. using my voice. Oh, I like that. Um, Go for a
0: Bobby McFerrin moment.
5: Yeah, something like that. <laughs> or just, uh, you know, a classic orchestral piece.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, once long ago at a karaoke bar in Key West, I decided to do a, a Frank Zappa song that I remembered from college. And then I got up there and I remember that it was 12 minutes long and mostly spoken word. Yes. And I thought, what, no, this is what, not a good what choice. What bar were you you Key West I, 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 don't, I don't remember. Oh. I don't remember. All I remember from that place is that everyone I met in Key West was on the run from something or someone. Yeah. Yes.
5: Maybe from themselves even, you know?
0: Yeah, from something deep down inside. Bloodline is real, folks. Mm -hmm. It's Uh, it's one of the most screwed up places in America. Oh, it's very sad. Mm -hmm. Also playing for Team US. You can hear his voice. He's a national news and public radio commentator, a Daily Show alum, and the host of the brand new travel channel show, Time Traveling, with Brian Unger. It's Brian Unger. Hello, everyone. How are you? What a pleasure to have you here. Thanks, Dave. You're a first-timer. I know. I
1: am. And uh, I'm very honored to be here, but mm-hmm. I am ready to settle an old score with our, our folks from across the pond. Please tell me. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Well, there was this little war. It was oh. called the Revolution. Oh, you and, took that uh, very personally. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. And they, I'm still not over the burning and the sacking of the
0: White House from okay. the War of 1812. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and, but more importantly, what do you sing when you do karaoke 're sing a cappella just among friends? You know what? Uh, I get <laughs> – I'm
1: going to make a confession. Go ahead. I get a little misty-eyed when I hear the a cappella version of uh, California Dreamin'.
0: <laughs> Ooh, okay. It's in a
1: commercial, and then it's also playing in the background of the new trailer San Andreas, yes. which is about the destruction right. of California, which I uh-huh. think is a wonderful irony. Yeah. And um, it stars The Rock, and I just love that playing in the background – as you watch Los Angeles just disintegrate. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Sia, by the way.
0: That's right. It is, yeah. yeah. So you'll never right. see her face. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. Or she'll she'll be in some kind of ghoulish mask. Anyway. Yeah. I love her. I do too. She's the best. All right, you guys oh, we need a a buzzing word. What word dad best word? represents America have, at this moment in time?
5: Um the word that I'm feeling right now to represent America might be dad bod. Okay. <laughs> um, da- dad, oh, bods dad bod's really in right that's now? That's really
0: that's kind of a trending word, is isn't it? Is that in yeah. or is that just a thing that we're talking about? Is I it think a hashtag? It be,
5: it's a thing that we're talking about that's becoming a thing that's in because it's a thing that we're talking about. Who started about?
0: that? Okay. Hashtag. It was some it was uh, writer a, for GQ. It was an article in GQ dad about dad bod. And just, what is
1: it exactly? Like uh, the, it's
0: just like it's a regular man, a
5: man body. body, like a little like a little soft around the the belly. But mm-hmm. the the writers postulating that women are just really into dad bods right now. Okay. Can't get enough.
0: Oh, can't get enough of the dad Snacking on dad bod. You know, yeah, and, and this is something that when I started the process of getting in shape, I swear to God I said this out loud, as soon as I get in shape, fat guys are going to start being popular. <laughs> like, that's going to become a thing. Sure enough, <laughs> God damn it, I got down to the weight I wanted oh, to, gosh. I opened GQ, dad bod.
5: You just can't win. I can't win.
0: Terrible. It's bath. Come on. All right. Let's play International Waters. We're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up we like to call What's the Story? You'll be awarded two points for correct answers, one point for answers that are wrong but funny. If you don't know what I mean by wrong but funny, imagine a drunk bachelorette party being kicked out of a screening of Pitch Perfect 2. Mm. Mm. Oh, the screams, the indignation, the Mm. fact that at least one of them will think they've been challenged to a Mm. (laughs) riff-off. I want to see it. I want to see it happen. Buzz in with your buzz-in words, which are, oh God, and dad bod. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Christ Almighty, when you know the answer? (laughs) Is it one word?
5: I think it's all one word. Okay, yeah, it is.
0: good. I mean, it typically comes with a hashtag, but we can leave that out. Yeah. Uh, first question. It's been 19 years since these lovable creatures graced the small screen. What famous US-UK collaboration turned felt franchise is returning to television? Oh, God. UK. Dead,
3: it's the Muppets, isn't it? It is the Muppets. <laughs> oh,
0: yes. wow. Yeah, the Muppets are coming back.
3: I Kermit, love the Fozzie.
0: Muppets. I uh, love uh, the Muppets, Wendy. I love them so much.
5: I think you're you're hard-pressed to find someone who does not love
0: The Muppets. You know what's great about The Muppets is, like, they came out in the 70s when I was a kid, and and their their shit was kind of melancholy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they, at the end of that first Muppet movie, they don't get what they want. Right. Rainbow, like,
1: Rainbow Connection is a maudlin' song that also is? I'd like to sing a cappella, and that also <laughs> gets to me every time. Yeah. The what? Willie Nelson version of Rainbow Connection. Oh, Have you heard it? it? No. Well, it, it brings me to tears. Am I sad right now? Are you? <laughs> I, I think you I, I might there's be. There's a I'm deep reservoir sad. of sadness. I need sadness to cheer up. Brian uh, you can under. actually
4: cheer up by listening to the me first and the gimme give me version of uh, Rainbow Connection. No,
0: <laughs> oh
2: jeez, so I've got so much work version. to
5: do. I want to. I just want to put out there that I feel like maybe my as I was growing up. My goal for a romantic relationship was the relationship between Miss Piggy and Charles Grodin <laughs> in The Great Muppet Caper. Yeah. You know, she does that, that whole synchronized swimming thing and she comes out and there's sparklers in her hair and she's not she's not at all dampened by the pool. And Charles Grodin is so deeply in love with her, even though he's a criminal. Yeah. Anyway, I went out with a lot of terrible guys.
2: I
3: think. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> we had a lovely moment in, uh, in Disneyland with the kids. I took the kids to Disneyland and my little boy saw Jason Siegel who wrote oh, yeah? one of the latest Muppet movies. Yeah, And my son was nine at the time, and he said, do you think I can go and ask him for an autograph? And I figured, you have to be a special kind of asshole to say no to a kid in Disneyland. W-
4: was it definitely Jason Siegel, it was not definitely, someone yeah,
3: in was, a Jason Segel well, home it good. costume? It was Jason Siegel and he was on a date, so he was trying to impress a girl. So well, um, my son went up, that. and he was like, yeah.
1: And he anyway. said No.
3: He said yes. He said yes. I was on the edge
0: of my seat. Yeah, I really was. I'm telling a story there. Let's move on. Important biology news. According to the Metro, Britain's classiest news source, sexperts (laughs) have identified a new social phenomenon called whiskey vagina. What is whiskey vagina?
5: Dad Bond? U.S. All right, this is a guess, but is it? Is it? You've been. Someone's been drinking too much, and therefore their vagina doesn't.
1: Can we uh, counsel? Oh, yeah, sure. Discuss okay. um, I had an idea
5: that I thought yeast. Whiskey and yeast. Oh really? See
0: all right. Is that too deep? I mean well, is that too
1: thoughtful?
4: Well, Am I applying you, you, too much I thought mean, to this? I thought maybe, it was because
5: you, it was it was too dry because the, you've become dehydrated okay. from all of the I was the thinking Well, whiskey is
4: best drunk with a drop of spring water, so <laughs>
3: Okay. <laughs> whiskey on the roll. Just
0: just a <laughs> drop of astroglide.
4: You need yeast and
1: you need malt. You need corn mm-hmm. to make whiskey, right? Or, or, so, so I'm it could, thinking conditions
3: are perfect in the vagina. vagina.
1: It it sounds delicious.
5: <laughs> a fresh summer corn salad in the vagina <laughs> that you discover at, after
3: the end of a night of drinking. I'm going to stop
2: you. Ooh, very peaty, very peaty, age. <laughs> aged but aged in, in an oak barrel.
3: Whiskey, is that Irish or Scottish?
4: <laughs> yeah, is with it, is it with an e or without? <laughs>
0: it's Kentucky. Well, it's bourbon. All right. The answer is vaginal dryness and loss of orgasm caused by excessive alcohol consumption. Here's the quote from the Metro. Uh, According to a new study published in the Journal of Sex Research, booze is a total killjoy when it comes to getting it on. The study, which measured 18 women at different blood alcohol levels before masturbating, found that alcohol-induced orgasmic dysfunction is a very real thing. I'm sorry. They're calling that whiskey vagina
4: rather Uh, than Smirnoff ice twat. (laughs)
5: <laughs> Wait, how do you get to be part of this study where they I give know. you booze and then you masturbate? Uh, you know, oh, yeah. I know
2: that's the thing. like
5: drinking where do and we masturbating in a
1: lab while Did people they are watching you. For that? Best job ever. Yeah. I'll hold a clip. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a drink and then just go to town on yourself. <laughs> yeah, were uh,
0: either of you involved in this study? UK?
3: Uh, no. I don't think I was. Not that I know of. I was the bartender. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I believe
1: that uh, does yeah um, in these rooms where the women are by themselves
0: presumably doing this is it just a scratching like a like a like a record scratching
1: is I'm it not... like a, like like
2: a, a s- gentle
5: sanding like a like a belt sander against an antique desk
0: I'm not feeling it or a is, finger is, against
3: is... the window <laughs> <laughs> too
2: far. Um,
0: this might end up being the last episode of International <laughs> Uh For a bonus point, a whiskey vagina sounds like the world's least sexy cocktail, thinks one of our writers. I disagree. Uh, name some more unsexy cocktails. For instance, a virgin and tonic. A lime Ricky Gervais. Oh. Or... Uh, sex on the beach. Have you actually ever tried to have actual sex on an on actual a beach? beach? It's quite sandy. It's very sandy. You get sand fleas in your, in your holes. <laughs> I'm not sure
1: you're really worried about that when you're doing it. No, you're not. But I'm afterwards, not. it's no, a I real problem. No, I did on Miami Beach and South Beach, and uh, the cops mouth. came up and
0: busted right. us.
5: That's fantastic. Yeah.
0: I'm going to need the whole story. Do Off we need mic. to ring in for this? Uh, yeah, please.
5: Oh, uh, I'll, I'll ring in. Um, it's, it's Dad bod. Yeah. A uh, 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 Paul Blartini.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, point, yes. That sounds awful. <laughs> UK, oh, what you got? Yes.
3: A cosby Oh. Wow. Oh,
0: oh,
3: that was uh, the idea, no? Oh, no. I
0: like <laughs> that. Yeah, you get two points for that one. Uh, that, I felt that oh. like a like a boot in the gut. All right, uh, dad bond. <laughs> uh, yes, US.
5: Uh, a panic attackery.
4: Sure.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> sure. Oh, good. Uh, UK. Penis colada.
4: A penis collider.
3: Okay, okay. I guess I, mean, do you I think, would think drink the penises that. are unsexy. Do yeah. you think the penises would, are unsexy? It's I, them colliding. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to find them lurking um, in my cocktail. Well,
5: sure. Okay. Well.
0: That's, that's you. <laughs> that's on you. I don't Is mind that... when, when penises collide.
5: It's what? a cloudy cocktail. But
0: what a luben <laughs> tonic. Ooh. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Moving on. Question number three. Last question. American Italian-ish restaurant, The Olive Garden. Have you heard of it? The Olive Garden. It's mm. a restaurant that we Sounds have here great. in the United States. Delicious. They have announced that they will start serving sandwiches made out of and accompanied by unlimited what? Dad Baham? U.S.
5: Uh, so is is it the, the, the unlimited breadsticks? Are they going to make breadstick sandwiches?
0: Yeah, they are. The answer is breadstick sandwiches. Really? <laughs> yep. Yep. Just in case you want to commit suicide by carbohydrate, the Olive Garden will start selling breadstick sandwiches <laughs> June That's 1st. It's
5: such a long and slender sandwich. <laughs> no,
0: it's like a, like a finger sandwich, yeah. but yeah. Are you, are you telling me that I can add unlimited sandwich bread with That's nothing correct. in the middle? That's correct. That's correct. Let okay. me read. Uh, according to Olive Garden PR rep <laughs> slash lifeless empty husk, Justin Sikora, <laughs> The sandwiches will be a bit shorter and wider than the regular breadsticks. And as with all other dishes, the sandwiches will come with unlimited breadsticks. Oh my God. <laughs> so, in case yeah. you want to
5: put a breadstick on your breadstick sandwich, which I would do. Of
0: course. Who wouldn't make it a Big Mac? <laughs> I
5: mean, they're unlimited.
0: They're unlimited. You might as well. Why is it live that? It
1: um, Dave, a point of inquiry. Why is it that when we eat as much bread as we want, we mm-hmm. get obese here? But yeah. in Europe. They eat bread all the, time, all the time, and
0: they look great. Yeah, Italians yeah. look fucking fantastic all the time. And the French and all of look their food amazing.
1: And maybe we can ask our English.
0: Yeah,
4: team, what's going on? Our brothers and sisters across the pond.
0: You're what, close. What is
1: happening? Deal?
4: Well, I, I think you might have just got the exported Europeans. Mm. The the ones who stay in Europe um, are larger. Are
3: larger. I was at a kids' knew party it. You know, this weekend, I knew and it. there was a, p- a margarita pizza, and the topping was French fries. Mm, mm. on the pizza oh, classic margarita <laughs> that's <laughs> how, they,
2: that's how the first pizzas were made
1: <laughs> so yeah. you're saying then we're getting a skewed perception of bread eaters in Europe
0: you know yeah I will actually I will, I will stand behind that I went to Sitges uh, last summer and I, uh, there's a nude beach there and I can absolutely corroborate your story Wendy uh, it, it is definitely it's a lot of people who, who definitely yeah a lot of dad bods <laughs> a lot of croquette bods was it yeah. not
3: Leonardo DiCaprio that started this whole dad bod thing he appeared on a beach with a slightly um, uh, bulkier torso and said it's not that he's let himself go. It's that he's got a dad bod. I was oh, wondering.
2: Lenny okay. of oh. well, the Do whatever he wants.
0: In English.
3: I guess so. <laughs> he's sort of all powerful at this point. <laughs> he's I think. got
0: like body tenure.
5: Yeah.
0: Whatever he decides <laughs> to do. He's grandfathered in. He's grandfathered <laughs> into sexiness. <laughs> yeah. Apparently.
5: But you know what, though? I feel like one thing that Europeans have that we don't have is, is um, we have much more body shame. Yeah. Then like I think I feel like maybe even though you saw some dad bods there, no one there really cared about their dad bod. They just wanted no. to bronze it.
0: Yeah, exactly. You
5: know?
1: Exactly. I think it's called Padre Bod over there. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. At the end of round one, the scores are as follows. Oh my god, we're tied. Five apiece. What? Guys, we're tied. I'm Boom. so glad
1: you're on my team, because I'm sucking so largely I'm on this. Fight. You're doing no. great.
0: You're doing great, Unger. All right. UK, we're gonna meet you guys first. Wendy Wason, yes. Americans are absolutely bonkers for Sherlock Holmes. Uh, tell us about your role on Sherlock. Did you get to hang with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch?
3: I did we get to hang with here. Benedict. Um, yeah. What does he like? like what he smell like? He's, he yes. smells delicious.
2: <laughs> yeah. I knew
3: it. He smells very good. He's well-groomed. He's got nice hands. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't touch me. He still calm down. Um, he's very nice. And I, was, um, I played a character who had, who, who had dated the murderer. Um, and, it, and I was in the Mind Palace. I don't know if anyone saw that esp- no. episode. Hmm. But yeah, I was in the Mind so. Palace. He
1: right. seems like a very nice man. He does. He's a very nice mm-hmm. chap. Mm-hmm.
0: Smart, too. I'm
5: glad he has nice hands. I like that detail.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that, Wendy. Thanks for that. Did he help uh, you Tom with your tu- T- Oh, I'm sorry. No, he- Tom no. Tuck. Tom Tuck. You're doing a play at the uh, Edinburgh Fringe Festival this year called Scaramouche Jones. Uh, what, what's it all about? It's about a hundred-year-old
4: clown. Um, who yeah. um, tells the story of his life on Millennium Eve and then shuffles off this mortal coil? Oh my!
0: Hmm. Wow. Is it based on a real person?
4: Uh, no, no. It's quite sort of fantastical. It also mirrors the story of the first half of the twentieth century. Yeah, um, it's funnier than that sounds. <laughs> 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 and that is when? And uh, that is August fifth till thirtieth um, okay. at the Underbelly at twelve twenty. All right, day. every day, seventy, every 70 day. minutes.
0: And then the rest of the day, what, you're handing out flyers? I've I've got three other shows. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ, Tom. Keeps me out in the pub.
3: That is the only reason in Edinburgh everyone does so many shows, is to stop the drinking.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's my number one fear about going to that thing, is that I would see, like... just be drunk the whole time. Two shows, and then just be drunk as shit the entire rest of the time. (laughs) Amazing. We'll meet the Americans after the next round. But first this. We're Dave and Graham, and we host Stop Podcasting Yourself. We started this podcast back in 2008, before podcasts had to have any kind of concept, so we don't really know how to describe it. It's kind of like going to the barber shop if your barber knew all about the first season of the show Elf. It's like a
1: 90 minute massage where the masseuse is two people talking to each other with a third person. It's like the Monsters of Metal tour, only quieter, no music, and just talking. It's like a makeout session, but without the lips touching, they just talk a lot. Download Stop Podcasting Yourself from iTunes or MaximumFun.org.
0: Hey, welcome back. You're listening to International Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes, with us playing for the U.S. are Zabeth Russell and Brian Unger. Over in London, playing for the U.K., Wendy Wason and Tom Tuck. It's time for a new round that we are calling the Instant Citizenship Test. It's an on-the-spot quiz to see if you're really patriotic to your homeland or just faking the funk. There's no need to buzz in from now on because we're going to go to each team individually. Question number one, this is for each of you. We'll start with the U.S., and I will award each of you one point for each item of clothing you are wearing that comes from a store or a brand or a designer from your home nation. Okay? We're looking for your American apparel, your L.L. Bean, your, uh, or if you're British, your, your Topshop, your Savile Row, Okay. us we'll start with you I will tell you that this t-shirt I believe is American apparel so okay. there you go It was not made in a sweatshot but it was definitely advertised Can by sexy children <laughs> uh, No, you can't what
1: if the garment was is American but made abroad uh I don't sell me sell me on it so you want it yeah okay uh well I'm wearing Levi's
0: that that counts
1: really? okay good yeah you didn't have to tell me that it was right. made abroad okay yeah. I, would never I don't know that. It, it could be I'm not sure okay I'd have sure. to drop Let's say trial no. to show you all right to be Perfectly honest, I'd mm-hmm. have to make sure. I feel the tiny little fingers of Chinese children on my legs so <laughs> as it's I wear so comforting.
0: these. <laughs> Weird.
1: Uh, what about the T-shirt? What you got? Uh, Ralph Lauren, though copied from the British. Um, I would, but it's polo.
0: Okay, I'll
2: take it. Okay. I'll take it. The bracelets?
1: You got mad bracelets. Um, this is made in New York. Uh-huh. By uh, 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 yeah, this was got uh, in Key West. If that counts. Do I keep going? Sure. Okay. Um, this is French, so I'm kind of out there. This is from Miami. This is from, uh, and
0: this is from, yeah. Okay, Uh, five points for you. So Beth, what you got?
5: You know what? I am not gonna get our team any points on this round because I realize that everything that I'm wearing, I'm wearing jeans and like a t-shirt and a kimono, a sort of kimono top with birds on it, and all of them came from the brand ASOS, which is like a European brand.
2: Pretty fancy,
5: yeah. It's it's really not that fancy, it looks pretty fancy.
2: uh,
5: I have, I'm not wearing anything, and I was like, oh, what about my sunglasses? I realized I got them from ASOS too. Your earrings? Oh, you know what? Those are beautiful. I bought my earrings. I bought my earrings in Park City when I was there this year, and I think they were made by someone local in Park City. so Let's maybe pretend that's they one were. Point. One
0: point for Zabat. Nice. I will also tell you that these boots came from Tom's. So uh, I got a pair of boots, and then a kid in need in Africa got a stylish that's pair That's what of boots. you think. No, that's what I know. <laughs> okay. They <laughs> sent me a picture.
5: They Instagrammed uh,
0: it. UK, what you got? I'm wearing some shoes bought in a charity shop.
4: Um, so okay, that, that's the that most British I've ever heard. Oh. i got socks, Dead men's
3: shoes. Socks from <laughs> H&M,
4: h which are Swedish. Um, uh-huh. Some trousers from J Crew, so American. Mm. Uh, a okay. top from McQueen that is older than I am, okay. uh, which is British. Um, a uh-huh. vest from a, a M&S. That's an undershirt. Oh. And uh, um, two rings
0: expensive. from Claire's Accessories. Yeah. Okay, okay. So I think that gets you three points, Wendy. What you got?
3: I've got um, a jumper on from Anthropology, which is. Do I get a point for European? Yeah. I, mean, I thought they were American. They're yeah? an American
1: company, but I'm not is going to it? be a stickler. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, And <laughs> we'll I got my t
3: shirt from a shop in that um, Hollywood and Highland complex, which oh. I think is an American. Do I get an extra point <laughs> for having been oh. to LA? Everyone's like, oh, and why
0: Hollywood <laughs> yeah, and Highland? But, you do? get a point for is having been in LA place? and you lose it for going to yeah, Hollywood. and Highland yeah. yeah. oh, I, I love it in
3: there. You're wrong. It's brilliant. And my boots are from Jones, which is an English company. Okay, so I think
0: you—I think you—you you net one point. Failed, I believe. Yeah. Well. Did you
1: notice the elephant sculptures at Hollywood and Highland at the mall?
3: Uh, I was there this uh, last year, January f- mm-hmm. to March.
1: Did you did you see the big elephant sculptures?
3: I don't think I did.
1: That on the exterior of the
0: building? They're giant. They're giant. Can't miss them.
1: Those are from uh, Birth of a Nation. That is an ode to Birth of a
0: Nation.
5: Our are
1: oh. the very first motion picture ever.
5: Oh, I oh, wow. have yeah. no idea.
0: And then there's also, there's those, uh, I, I love the, the walkway with like anonymous uh, people's Hollywood stories where it was like, I worked as somebody's assistant and mm-hmm. then I, I had left a <laughs> script that I had written on his desk and it says Oscar award winning mm-hmm. screenwriter mm-hmm. or whatever. I want to add a few more and just have it be like, at first I only did cocaine on the weekends or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Just like the true
4: Hollywood stories. There's a shopping center in this con- in London uh, called Elephant and Castle. But, um, and it's got a statue of an elephant, but that's only because it was a complete mistake. It was a mispronunciation of
0: Infanta de Castilla, the Prin- <laughs> Princess true? of Castile. <laughs> you know what? That uh, That is such a wonderful, whimsical story. I'm giving <laughs> you a point for no good reason. Yeah. All
3: right, let's well, move I on. Oh, sorry.
0: No, 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 please.
3: I was going to tell you that one of the cutest things I saw at Hollywood and Highland was I took the kids down to see them all getting ready for the Oscars. And there was a guy putting oh. all the flowers in and to decorate it for the Oscar ceremony And he held up a rose and smelt it before he put it in. And I was like, oh, mate, no one gives a shit. (laughs) (laughs) No one cares.
0: (laughs) Literally couldn't
3: care less.
0: Uh, long ago And this this is a story That belongs On the real part Of the uh, the Hollywood stories walkway uh, I was doing uh, Oscar red carpet For the TV Guide channel But I was new there And I didn't I like I wasn't good enough To do the red carpet On the actual day So I did red carpet The day before And got to interview The guy who puts The gift bags together Oh
2: my god uh, The guy
0: who, who uh, Puts the chocolate Into the molds That makes them Oscar chocolates but then I later think that's way More interesting bags. It was. It, I it, I hope that I made it much more interesting. But it was. Yeah. Like I was. I was not gonna get a uh, a, a Carrie Mulligan. No. I was gonna get no. a fucking chocolate mold guy. Uh, well,
1: <laughs> can I tell my Oscar story? Really oh quick? please. Anyway, I went for NPR and I was on the red carpet and just talking to miscellaneous people and I was with my producer Steve Provid, and we got shown to our seats when the ceremony started and we both looked at each other right before the show started and he goes, "Do you really want to watch this?" And I said, "No. Let's yeah. go." <laughs> and, the, and the two of us walked out on an empty red carpet into an empty, and the valets, there were like 300 valets, and they looked at it, and I said, could you please get my car? And and I mean, and, and we left in what would seem to be like an abandoned Hollywood, but they were like, why would you leave? Yeah, that is it's like, a, who wants to sit through that who, show? Why on earth?
5: I've got to, that is a really baller move, that to is sit down a, at the Oscars baller. and be like, hey, We'll get out of here, yeah, but surely it is
4: quite an NPR move. I
5: love it. It is a yeah.
4: total
1: NPR move. Thank you for picking up on that. We could not lower
4: ourselves to sit through this television broadcast oh, for Tara God, translate which- it for the British listeners. That would be a, a very
0: radio four move. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, any kind of award show when you're actually there is terrible, because it's not for you. It's for the people at home, yeah. and they're also incredibly boring mm-hmm. on top of it. Yeah. And there's usually not a bar, so I heard that's you bullshit. have to
3: pitch. Like, the, the, like, you know the people that get left out of the um, gone but not forgotten thing, where they're remembering everyone that's died? Uh-huh. Mm. Um, agents and publicists have to pitch hard to get into that. So really? when people, that is the saddest
5: thing. You're at, I've ever wait a minute! Heard. So this stuff You're never telling me there's
1: ends. an agent, there's an agent advocating for a dead client better be than remembered. my agent <laughs> is advocating for me, and
4: I'm still alive. Yeah.
3: There
2: we go. He yeah. should try so, to
0: get you into the in memoriam montage, though.
4: You should
2: <laughs> call your really? guy. Yeah. Sorry. Hang on, on. So
4: the, your agent's pitching for someone to kill you, so that you can get into the. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow.
5: I just need to call my agent and be like, "Did you see that? I was perfect for that.
2: <laughs> Why didn't I go in for that?
3: I had a death on stage last night, worthy of that. <laughs>
1: you guys, I'm dead please start pitching me for In Memoriam (laughs) Uh, I can't get arrested here (laughs) All
0: right, let's move on to question number two because I can't wait to do this we asked you guys to bring in your smartphones or your iPods or your whatever your your device was set it to shuffle and I will award you two points for every song played that comes from your home nation you will get three chances Brits I'm going to say you can include any European artist because we're in America and Europe and England mean the same thing to us Um, I'm going to go through I'm going to start myself I'm just going to start myself I'm just gonna start. Uh, boom. Oh, guess what, guys? What is it? It's a Taylor Swift song. Oh, <laughs> it's right. I know Places from Taylor Swift nineteen eighty nine. Yes. If I were playing, I would award myself two points, but I'm not. Zabeth Russell, you are going first. Shuffle. All
5: right. How do I shuffle?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. a real I don't this I don't is... actually know.
5: All right. So
0: Oh, you're in the store. That's the problem. Yeah, I just, I just accidentally went to the store. There we
1: go. This is a common complaint I have Here about the iPhone, and this is very confusing repository of music. It's I can't so
0: figure anything confusing. out. It's so confusing. And do you remember when you would like buy stuff on iTunes, and then it would just be on your phone? Yeah. Okay. Not yet, Zabeth. Sorry. We're talking. I, I the got grownups so... are talking. Do you, do you remember when you would buy it and then it would just be on your phone and it would, or on your iPod or whatever and it would stay in your iPod? Now it's like it's sometimes I sometimes it's there and sometimes it's it's not and I have to download it. Yeah. Or Even though I've already bought it and downloaded it and sometimes I'm on a plane and I can't do that That's and I right. just want to fucking listen to something. It's really mysterious. It's, never, it's, really it's mysterious. in
1: the cloud. It's all in the cloud and it's not here and it's not well,
0: real. I want it here. All right, Zabeth, what you got?
5: All right, this is what I have. Okay. That's the shins.
0: Okay. American, two points.
5: Oh, next. Oh, God. All right, hang on. (laughs) This is I'm not doing well. We should have practiced this. What's next? There. This is Beck. American. American.
0: Through and through. He's so American, he's a Scientologist.
5: Oh, this is (laughs) uh, Teenage Talk by St. Vincent, also American. Also
0: American, although she thinks she's Kate Bush.
5: She is. You guys
0: are very hip. Three on three. That's three for three. You only get three. All right. And I said yes. three on three. That's not what I meant. I All meant right. three four three. Uh, Brian Unger. <laughs> here we go. You might think you've paid
2: the scene, you haven't. The real ones Kanye. far too
1: mean. What? Kanye West?
0: The oh, okay. One, the one you
1: know, it's that one song that I always skip through. Uh huh. Is from, it an interlude? It's Kanye West. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Yeah, gotcha. Here's the next one. Sounds
5: American. Pete Yorn. Yeah,
0: Why do I American. Have on here? Oh, this P. Well, yarn was great. That was a terrific moment in time, wasn't it? It yeah. was a moment. 2003. What? I still have the the this on yorn here. Yorn 2003. Is the like, I don't want this on here. Yes, you do. <laughs> no,
1: I don't really. It's I would I would a a good. I like one of the clouded music. Give it another chance. Okay.
0: okay, here we go. That's fair. All right, number three. Oh, this sounds very British.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, no. Usher. 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 Yeah. So, Usher. Wow, you guys. U.S., very patriotic with their musical choices.
3: Apparently. Nice yeah. job.
0: All six. Six for six. U.K., Wendy, okay. who Maybe you got?
3: Uh, no? that's, this is the Gorillas.
0: Hmm. Okay. Wow. British. Mm. Fictional, <laughs> cool. but British.
3: Well, okay, picking it. <laughs> <laughs> Caro Emerald. Where's Caro Emerald from? Ireland. Who? Caro Emerald.
0: I don't even know what that is. But it sounds Irish I think she's Irish
3: I think she's Irish Oh my god
0: It sounds fun
3: Fat boy slim <laughs> Boo oh.
0: Three for three <laughs> Such nationalism Alright Tom Talk. Okay Oh this
4: is the Golden Silvers They are British Oh nice yeah. I want to hear more of this It's a cracking song uh, Next Who so is this? The Golden Silvers? Golden Silvers uh, this is Macklemore, so American.
0: American and shameful.
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: Screw you.
0: <laughs> you should get a point just for how badly we
4: don't want him to be American. <laughs> well, I, I first saw him on an NPR um, YouTube thing, so. Yeah.
0: Ah. <laughs> Did he do a tiny desk concert <laughs> yes. or some kind of shit?
4: Okay. And... Uh... Uh, this is American. It's, a, it's, it's, it's an American band covering I Just Can't Wait to Be King from The Lion King.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Who's the band? Suburban Legends. Oh. Do you
0: know it? I don't. <laughs> all right, they're doing, they're doing a Me First and the Gimme Gimmies kind of a take on a Lion King song. Yeah. The, uh, uh, the Suburban Legends are the British Me First and the Gimme All of it, to me, sounds like
1: hold music the way we're doing this yeah I just like I'm on hold uh huh yeah. Like, oh that's a nice song
0: yeah it's lovely okay. I would like to be on hold a tiny bit longer and
5: I feel like I'd like to change my, <laughs> my earlier answer about what I would sing acapella maybe just the soundtrack to the Lion King okay just all of it <laughs> just all of it the start whole to thing. finish yeah
0: perfect perfect <laughs> that was great and, and just with one Macklemore always fucks things up yeah mm-hmm. we, were, we were one Macklemore shy of just like a perfect like a royal flush mm-hmm. of of nationalism mm-hmm. musical nationalism yeah And Brian Unger listens to Usher. Yeah, (laughs) that's what I've learned.
5: I love Usher.
1: I'm 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 proud of that.
5: That was was a delightful surprise. Do you guys think Kanye's
3: cool?
4: Eight oh eight. Sorry, one more time, Wendy. Magnificent, Al.
3: Kanye West.
4: Yeah, Kanye's amazing. If he could just shut up once in a while, that'd be great. (laughs) I agree. I know.
1: uh, The ego destroys the art for me. Sometimes Uh, it's tough. Mm-hmm. He just won't get out of his own. He's in his own way, and he's. You know what I'm saying? I do. I thought you were going to say he's in his own. He's ass. lost his way since his mother died. <laughs>
0: I'm serious.
3: Well, now I feel bad. That I made a joke about him being head of his ass when you brought up his dead mom.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's you know. I oh, mean, well, it's, I'm making excuses it. for the guy. Uh, all right. After that round, the scores are as follows: Beth Russell and Brian Unger for the U.S. have 23 points.
2: Yay! Wendy Wayson
0: yeah. and Tom Tuck for the U.K. have 18. <sighs> Let's say hello. To our American team, Zabeth so Russell, Uh, your IMDb lists your very first credit as a character named Diane Sestra oh. in Mystic River. Yes, so that's right. So your very first job as an actress you were directed by clint eastwood that is correct and i
5: really thought it was just all up from there
0: (laughs) 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 tell me everything what what happened
5: uh i lived in boston Mm -hmm. and i was doing improv in an improv theater there and someone told me that they were uh having auditions for local actors for uh a movie that clint eastwood was coming to do named mystic river Mm -hmm. and uh no nobody shot movies there at the time because of the teamsters or whatever so this was like a, a, a big deal and I went in, and it was me and all women who looked like they were 17 and vi- dressed very flirtily and kind of wayfish. And I think I was wearing, like, a flannel shirt or something and jeans, and I was like, well, this is going to be fun. Yeah. This is, I don't look like anybody else here. And I went in, and I, and I read, and then I ended up booking the role. And then I played one of, um, you know, Emmy Rossum, uh-huh. who uh, it's – this is – I'm – I don't want to give a spoiler, but the movie's so old,
2: so I will.
5: And it's
0: the inciting event of the movie. Yes.
5: So she dies. I'm one of her two friends. We dance together on a bar. Later on, uh, Lawrence Fishburne and Kevin Bacon come and question us Uh as the cops. And um, I don't want to call my performance a tour de force, (laughs) but it was really a defining moment. Oh
0: (laughs) man! And how was how was Clint? He was great.
5: He was kind of like a he was like a grandpa kind of. He was wearing sweatpants and like a low slung baseball cap the entire time and it moved at lightning speed uh-huh. like we, everything we did one or two takes and he's like great moving on moving yeah. on like we were supposed to he finished way under schedule um, it was it was kind of amazing. And yeah, like I said, I really thought after that it was just going to be all big name movies for uh-huh, me. Uh-huh. <laughs> not, not exactly the case. I moved to L.A. and everyone's like, no one cares. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Bloodsucking Bastards is coming soon.
5: Yes, that's true. It's a very correct. funny movie. Yeah,
0: Very funny movie. Brian Unger, you have a brand new show on the Travel Channel called mm-hmm. Time Traveling mm-hmm. with Brian Unger. Mm-hmm. My question is, what do you love so much about Usher?
1: <laughs> mm. He's hot. He's yeah, talented. Yeah. And um did I say that he's hot? Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. No, he's uh Dude the music can do some crunches. I think the music is always something that is uh transports me to like something fun and light and there's so much in comedy there's so much darkness thought living inside the the the, the Rattler upstairs uh-huh. that you just want to like get out and it's just kind of fun music. Yeah. Um
0: and he's supremely talented. Yeah, he really is. Uh, yeah is my, uh, that that's like oh, my that's... go-to when I'm on a long run and my energy is flagging. That'll get mm-hmm. me right back up. Is that your Equinox treadmill song? It's my Nike power song. Okay. <laughs> Actually, Crazy in Love is my Nike power song, but okay. it's a, it's a close choice. second. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but tell us about uh, Time Traveling with Brian Unger. Uh I promise you the
1: show is much more fun than what I'm about to describe. Um, we... we... <laughs>
0: Well, then we know that it's never a bad show that's described that way.
1: Uh, What we do is we take five people from towns all over America and we show them something about their cities that they never knew. And uh, so we're exploring um, historical sites and we are slicing off a new new history of it. But uh, we are overlaying the old images of what used to be there over the current contemporary image through very expensive computer graphics. Uh
0: Aha. Eye-popping graphics, you might even say.
1: Eye-popping. You must be working in the marketing department at Travel Channel.
0: <laughs> I've, I've read a few of these mm. things before, but that sounds interesting.
1: It is. Uh, it's fun, and I'm getting to see my own country uh, mm-hmm. in a way I never uh, thought it could. And we get all access to things, and so we get to sit in you know, G- General Sherman's chair, and we get to go at the Grand Canyon. You get to go to the places that are off limits to, pl- to uh, the, the public. Uh-huh. So that part of it is cool to me. That's excellent. Continuing education. Uh huh. I have married to television, it, which is tough to do. You ever, we point. all know this, right? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. It's difficult to edify, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when's it on? Uh, it's on Monday nights at ten, and our ratings are awful.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, but that's just, that's the way it goes. They always are.
1: Uh, People I think, tape things and they watch them later. And I just keep being told, like, well, Nielsen ratings don't apply to television shows anymore, and it's very it hard to to, to to you know figure out what the metrics are on television. It's your how's your Twitter? Is your Twitter? How's that happening for your show? Uh-huh. And I don't know how to measure that shit either. So
0: um, no, it's a weird, weird time right now. It is it's A it's, real weird time. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna move on to our final round after this. Hey gang, it's Jesse. Maximumfund.org is hiring our first ever production fellow. So if you're interested in working full time for actual money on all of MaximumFun.org's Los Angeles based productions from... Uh, Bullseye to Judge John Hodgman to all of the others. We would love to have your application. It's a one-year position. You can find all of the information and what we're looking for at maximumfund.org/fellowship. That's maximumfund.org/fellowship. and it's a one-year position starting this summer, so head there right now and get your application in if you're interested. And so to our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried super hard, and I want you to know that it's been as useless as an answer from Jeb Bush, because the winner of the final round will receive <laughs> one million points. That's Holy right. Jesus. The look on Zabette's face right now. It's like your monocle just popped out. I when you ask- I,
5: I clutched my pearls. My <laughs> monocle popped out.
0: <laughs> when you ask questions, Dave, will you ask every
1: question with, knowing now what you knew then but now?
2: <laughs> what is the blank? Because yeah. I
1: mean, yeah. even I can't. They're, they're so down on Jeb about yeah. knowing what we know now. Mm-hmm. Would you have eaten Rice Krispies for breakfast?
0: That's a pretty straightforward question. I agree. I have to say You've it's had pretty... plenty
1: of time to yeah. reflect on Iraq, uh-huh. but I believe that the phrase "knowing what we know now" uh-huh. is so vexing to to <laughs> some really stupid candidates. Sense.
0: It makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. Well,
5: no one does the inverse of that. Like, well, forgetting everything that we know now yeah. would you have? Yeah. Like, there's no yeah. there's no point in saying knowing. We all know what we know now. Uh huh. So yeah I, yeah, I don't I don't understand the well, point so of appending no,
0: that. Yes, Tom.
4: Well, I was. Uh, you just reminded me of the um, when uh, Dick Cheney was uh, made fun of. No, no, Rumsfeld was He's made fun Rumsfeld, of. Yeah. Rumsfeld uh-huh. for um, the. Unknown, the known unknowns. The unknowns. There and are things we know, there, there are things, things don't we don't know, and there are things we know, know we, we don't, don't know. know. Yeah, but <laughs> yes. you, have you ever heard um, Slavoj Žižek talk about um, the missing fourth I've never heard term?
0: That, I've never heard that sound before.
2: <laughs> He's a Slovenian <laughs>
4: cultural theorist. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, well, no. He, but Definitely. he he talks Definitely. about the missing fourth term of Rumsfeldian epistemology, the yeah. unknown <laughs> knowns, the things we don't know that we do know. Yeah. <laughs> Which
1: exists. Wow. Well, why not just ask the question, should we have invaded Iraq? Yeah. Instead of, (laughs) how about just that question? Uh Inherent in the question is knowing what we know now. Yeah. So you don't have to confuse someone with the semantics of the... Knowing what we know now, it's, it's the
4: ends. Imagine the now right. is now, and we are here. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> but it's all like, theoretical. Stick with me, but
0: there's no world in which the Iraq War was defensible. You, you know what I mean? So you're, like, it, it should be it, like if you're if you're media trained, like any Disney Channel fucking starlet would be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you've gotten one morning of media training, you should know if they talk about Iraq, we shouldn't have done it. We shouldn't yeah. have done it. That's all you fucking need to know. Yeah. So, like, it's not, you can add as many words to the sentence as you want. When you hear Iraq, you're, you're like, you, that should be your cue to say we shouldn't have done it. Yeah. But, right? But basically. You just immediately yeah. say nope. Yeah. yeah.
1: Under, and, but the undercurrent of every response that Jeb Bush gives is basically, I love my really dumb brother. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: and my, I will my, never um, betray him. My father-in-law was yeah. at
3: university with um, George Bush. George Bush really? Jr. as he was known then. George the Lesser. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Apparently he was a big drinker then. No.
0: Yes, he was. <sighs> among other things. Yes, he was.
3: <laughs> and maybe
0: if he still was, we wouldn't be. In the next <laughs> you know what I mean?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come yeah, on, George. Help. Lighten
0: up. Have a drink. You, you need a fucking, you need a blowjob once in a while? <laughs> mm-hmm. Clinton taught us that. Oh, yeah. And you need a goddamn drink. Sure. <laughs> or whatever. Whatever it is that George W. Bush did. No, he, he
1: was caught up in a holy mission uh-huh. to liberate. The Middle East, while Rumsfeld was in a Rumsfeldian mission, which mm-hmm. was just pure like, hey, why don't we just go kill everybody over yeah. there?
0: <laughs> We're <laughs> going to do this final. for like forty-five more minutes, and then we'll get to the Sorry. final round. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> yeah, well, no this is good. This okay. is good. We're supposed to have discussions. This is good. Debate is good, guys.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, what did we think of um, what um, Bill Clinton tweeted President Obama yesterday? I thought that was quite uh-huh. cool. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. That was
0: interesting. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. Oh, I missed that. one. happened? Uh, there is now a POTUS, which, by the way, I don't know when the whole world started to say POTUS and SCOTUS and FLOTUS and all that. It of was uh, yeah. West, Wing. West
3: Wing. Was it the West Wing?
0: Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah I guess see, it was. they
3: know that and we don't. It's <laughs> <Yeah>, that's, <fun. laughs> that's, that's because we're desperate for your culture.
5: <laughs> Take it.
4: <laughs> Does, we have real stars and stripes bonus.
1: <laughs> this this idea of dynasties yeah. is very interesting because we're 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 you know we're accustomed to hearing that from from our friends in in England. This yeah. di- idea of familial, but we, here we have a situation where Jeb Bush could be president and his brother would be hanging out in the in the White House. Yeah. And Hillary could be president, but Bill Clinton would be hanging out in the White House. Yeah. Everyone is far more excited about the idea of Bill being out like. You know, just kind of hanging out in the White House, right? But the idea that j- just that, saxophoning that George, in the rose garden, yeah, that George yeah. Bush would be downstairs
0: in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I don't want him
1: near the White House. I don't. I don't, want, I don't want him no, anywhere near, him. near the lawn. I don't, I don't, I don't think want him he, near he does the either. Lawn.
0: I think it will trigger an episode of some kind. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah what or I mean?
5: he'll get lost in a secret tunnel. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm convinced that there are lots of secret tunnels oh, in the are. White House, yeah, and exactly. I think he might just accidentally shut himself into one, and we won't see him again.
0: Is Jeb definitely going to win? Uh I, I can't imagine. And I don't think Hillary will either.
5: I don't think I so don't either. Really? I think people are leaning Ooh. toward Bernie Sanders. I think
0: um
1: I think Hillary will win. Yeah. And uh Jeb will the, the word is here that he's undone his own presidency in just like one moment.
2: Right. That what it's did done
0: he do? The, his candidacy, I should say. Yeah. By by having a botched answer to the Iraq question.
5: Right. Yeah, isn't it crazy that it's so easy? To, to ruin your whole yeah. campaign with just one moment. Uh-huh. I mean, um, uh,
0: Howard Dean made a noise. Yeah, the Howard noise. Dean made a weird I was noise, just
5: the, like yapping noise that he made. But
0: yeah. <laughs> that was it, and that had nothing to do with anything.
5: And everyone's mm-hmm. like, "What did he do? Why was he so confident?" There, mm-hmm. there were whole hours devoted to yeah. dissecting that noise we anything. are so what noise did he dumb. make yeah we're idiots
0: we're so dumb he
5: was at uh, he was stumping somewhere and he got really excited and he's like we got this Rawr! and he made sort of like a, a pterodactyl noise <laughs> <Yeah>. well that's <laughs> so was... weird
3: do you know what? i've got a theory that american politics follows what you see on the tv because it happened in the west wing and then scandal that happened and now it's happened in real life yeah, yeah well it was years nuts. ago
0: that was, that was years and years ago. Um, what was that, like Two thousand. So is, well, is Ted yeah, Cruz going to so. be front runner now? Or? No. You know I, I don't know, I don't know if it's like Rubio. I can't imagine Ted Cruz.
5: Ted Cruz is too crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he's too crazy.
0: Yeah. And Rand um, Paul there is. is such mean, a thing as too crazy. People, too
5: people crazy. like crazy. Don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. But I, I do think that he's tipped himself over into the too crazy
1: camp. I believe yeah. Marco Rubio is probably the leader. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I and maybe, it, with maybe
0: Carly Fiorina. Boy, on she's ticket. bad too. She's bad, yeah, but she's... like she'd be a good vice presidential nominee. Mm-hmm. She's a smart cookie, unless unless you want to ask her about something th- in real life. She was on uh, Hoda and Kathy Lee, oh. which is fucking ridiculous that she That's has to go on Hoda and Kathy crazy. Lee with her husband, and they and they were drinking wine because it was Wine's Day, and they asked her, <laughs> much as I did with you guys at the beginning, uh, like what her what her song is, what her favorite. It was actually if you were in the White House gym. This uh, is so demeaning. If you were in the White House gym, what would be your song to get you going on the treadmill? Mm-hmm. And uh, and there was a look of panic in her eyes because she had to think about something in popular culture and she couldn't. And she was like, well, I think I would choose something that my daughter loved so much. That Reba song about short skirts. Uh-oh. Uh, which is not a Reba McIntyre song. No, it's not. Uh, it's a Shania Twain song. <laughs> yeah. and, uh And then she very quickly changed the subject to oh, Hewlett Packard. My, my good Lord.
2: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that made me feel Ted very Cruz, sad.
1: Yeah. Ted Cruz, um, who, who is far too eccentric to be a leading candidate, and yeah. he's from Texas, and he's also a and nut. he's my but he, age. He, he has this wonderful answer about... Uh, they asked him what song he liked and what music he likes, oh, and no. he says, I like country music. Mm-hmm. And they said, why do you like country music? And he just said, you know, um, I used to like hard rock and roll music, oh, no. but then 9-11 happened. Oh, <laughs> come on. Oh, no. And I... I I don't know there was something about it there was something about country music that made me feel more relaxed it was and it were the country music artists who after 9/11 really helped heal the nation uh-huh. and i kept your remembering Toby keith's your, yeah, uh, yeah and but yet we'll who put a boot in your ass but, it's but the who American put together way. the benefit after 9/11 on television national television was bruce springsteen and every uh-huh. rock and roll superstar came right. together to do it Right. Not, yeah.
0: i love country music cuz it, it pandered to everyone's bassist instinct like i do mm. right yeah. i mean that's like it's essentially First
1: Country artists destroyed the Dixie Chicks. Yeah. First. First. Then they helped heal the nation. Jesus fucking Christ.
0: All right.
4: First they came for the Dixie Chicks, and I said nothing, for I was not a Dixie Chick. (laughs) For I. All right,
0: we got to get into this final round. It's called First World Problems. Now, when a person from a first world country, like ours, wants to bitch about something small without sounding like a douche, they use the hashtag First World Problems and sound like a double douche. For example, I couldn't hear the TV, so I had to stop eating potato chips. Hashtag first world problems. That's Mm -hmm. real. Uh, So a solution to that might be get a louder TV uh, or get some ice cream or get so high that you don't understand what the TV is saying anyway and you don't care. I'm going to read some very real, very stupid tweets for each team they use this hashtag, I want you to give me some instant advice on how they can solve their pathetically minor problems. I'm going to put two minutes on the clock. Whichever team gives the best advice gets the one million points. I'm going to do it on my little phone here because I forgot to put on my Apple Watch this morning, which I think is a thing that's going to happen a lot more often. First now I think, problems. I think we're in a new, in a new <laughs> era where I don't use the Apple Watch because it's very easy not to because it doesn't really do all that much. Team U.S. You are starting your two minutes. Begin right now. The emotional stress of having to take off my makeup today was too much. Frowny hashtag first world problems.
5: Um, if you're emotionally stressed at having to take off your makeup, um, I guess I would say, <laughs> emo- I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm becoming emotionally distressed at the thought of taking off my own makeup. Oh. It's
1: tough. Do you ever just say, screw it, I'm going to sleep in it, and then get it all over your things and on your pillow?
5: You shouldn't, but I do.
1: Uh-huh.
5: Um, it's, a, it's a bad idea. It's bad for your skin. Um, I would say...
0: My let's... advice
1: would be, you'd probably be better looking without it, so yeah. stop it. Yeah, so Much don't natural, yeah. not you
0: go natural, dummy. All right. Was about to sneeze when a man bumps into me. I'm now left with empty feeling where my sneeze was. He stole my sneeze. Hashtag first world problems. Um, well, that person needs to be medicated, for sure.
5: <laughs> buy a new sneeze. You could buy yourself a new sneeze mm-hmm. somewhere. Um, tackle the man and try to get your sneeze back. That's what's it's up. called
1: schizophrenia. That's what's that, up. That, that, that tweet or whatever it comes
0: I from. I drank too much water and now I don't want my food anymore. Frown. Mm-hmm. Hashtag first world problems. <laughs> <Baltimore>. um,
1: <laughs>
2: That's well the best problem I've ever I
5: believe heard.
1: that's called a cleanse, then. Yeah. That's one way to look at yeah, the glass what? being half.
5: Guess what? You old. hacked yeah. your body. Embrace your hydration, you know? Just live it. Lean into
0: it. <laughs> there you go. Cheryl Sandberg it. The fingerprint scanner on my iPhone isn't working because my fingers are wrinkly from being in the pool. Hashtag first world problems.
5: Get the police to fingerprint you and then hold it up to your iPhone to see if it works. When it doesn't work. Um <laughs>
0: I would say one more reason Steve Jobs was a fraud. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Didn't think about pools, did he? Uh, Genuinely looking at surgery to shorten my third toe. Hashtag first world problems. Oh, Oh, that weird sound that I forgot to turn off. Indicates (laughs) Indicates <laughs> that your two minutes are up.
5: So we got zero zero points. No, you. <laughs> well, I don't know. We'll see. I'd
1: I like mean, to it's talk really more about the toe shortening because I'm I'm thinking about doing that myself.
0: Are you? Yeah. Do you have like prehensile toes that allow you to the, grip just, branches? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, is well, your good.
5: one toe that much longer than the rest of your toes? Like, is that? Are we talking like a couple inches longer? Or
0: oh, it's led to some embarrassing situations. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, love it. Love your toe. Love your toe. Love your body. <laughs> love it love yourself thank you I feel better there good you should team UK you are up your two minutes on the clock starts right now there is no chocolate in the house whatever will I dip in my tea hashtag first world problems your tongue solid Why don't you
3: just drink your tongue <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right moving on why is it no matter how delicately you do it the first biscuit is always broken in the packet hashtag first world problems hashtag biscuit surgery Monkey covering his eyes emoji.
4: (laughs) Just throw all all of those biscuits in the tea. What's fucking wrong with you?
0: (laughs) There you go. Talk to the first person, dummy. When your penthouse apartment has so many windows, you have to wear sunglasses inside. Mm. Hashtag first world problems. Stamp out your eyes.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Only a very experienced yogi can manage that, but I like it. So I left London like a week ago and all the celebrities suddenly arrived. Typical hashtag first world problems.
3: They weren't coming to see you anyway.
0: <laughs> solid. It's very solid. Where's my parmesan shaver? Hashtag new house. Hashtag first world problems. <laughs> I mean, for a start,
4: oh it's Parmigiano. God. Have
3: you checked yeah. under your bowls? Too far? What? <laughs> you,
0: sure? you can use any household razor. Yeah. Okay, solid. <laughs> so disappointed that my local m and Simply Food, doesn't stock my fave gluten-free dim sum. Really wanted it for tea. Hashtag first world problems.
3: Have some gluten. Do us all a favor. Yeah, um, right?
0: remember that, that over two-thirds of the world
4: doesn't believe in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Fuck your celiac. It's not real.
4: It's, everybody's I mean,
0: faking that. Whole
4: let's cut down on
3: illness and feed all these people <laughs> what they should be. There's nothing on spinning. the
0: fucking internet. I'm bored. Hashtag first world problems. Uh, there's loads of tits.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you might find a like-minded person.
0: Yeah. Tons of tits and dicks and usher pics. Uh, don't like roast dinners yet. Mom says I must eat one every Sunday. Hashtag first world problems. Mm. No, no, I agree with that. <gasps> yeah, well, but, um... there it goes. There it goes. <laughs> Tap to stop. Yes, there it is. Your two minutes are up. Mm. Solid answers mm-hmm. yeah. for both countries. Mm-hmm. seems like you guys really have your feet on the ground. Who would
1: bitch really about the internet being there's nothing on the internet? There's nothing
0: outside. on the internet? I love
3: that. That's me. I've read the internet. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: finished. When's the internet,
3: so internet
4: 2
0: coming out? <laughs> so boring. All right, I am mentally tallying the points. Mm. To me, feels like I'm going to give this one... To the UK. Yeah! Guys, listen, thanks Kaboom! for coming. But sorry, the UK I'm wearing American away. underwear. I and didn't know, talk I understand. about that. Is that a point? Well, is that you're worth gonna, something? You're going to have to prove it, Brian. I
5: only eat gluten. Does that get me any points? And no,
0: Zabeth, it <laughs> doesn't, because that shit is not real. No. Pick <gasps> that, that tea out of the bay. <laughs> Congratulations, Team UK. Now, before we finish, uh, do you guys have anything that you want to plug for yourselves, and then to offset the ego karma, something that you want to plug that somebody else did? Something that you're enjoying, you'd like to recommend to our listeners? We'll start with the Victorious Team UK Wendy
3: uh, I, follow me on Twitter Wendy, Weiss, Wendy underscore Weissin,
0: mm-hmm. Um
3: and check out my YouTube channel I've got some interest, uh, interesting um, porn scenarios up there which is how porn would play out in real life if women uh, reacted in real life the way they do in porn films
1: I'm intrigued oh. what happens
3: well yeah we don't say pick an orifice boys jump in <laughs> <laughs>
1: If you said that over here, it'd be like I am sorry, orifice. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It, okay, what? I
0: am not sure what that is. That dick? What? <laughs> uh, what would you like to plug of someone else's?
3: I, do you know what I am? Um, what would I want to plug? There is lots of stuff. Ha- I want to go go and have a look at the Edinburgh Festival stuff. There is quite a lot of stuff happening on the Edinburgh Festival, and there is loads of amazing British comics on there. Ashling B is doing really well at the moment. She's a good friend, so check out Ashling B. That's spelled A I S L I N G B E A. Ashling B.
0: Mm. Okay. All right, check her out. Tom, Tom Tuck.
4: Yeah, just follow me on Twitter, um, at Turley God. Five points if either of the uh, Americans can name uh, uh, what Shakespeare tragedy that is a quote from. Sorry, from Turley which God. Shakespeare tragedy that is a quote. I do
0: apologize. Thank you. Thank you for Andy Coning it up there.
5: <laughs> Wait, from from what is what is the quote? Uh,
4: Turley, Turley God. God. Nope, too late. It's King Lear. King Lear. <laughs> uh-huh. King Lear. Um, and yeah, King Lear. I, I want to recommend an American comedian who's coming Ooh. to Edinburgh for the first time, Kyle Kinane.
0: Oh, my God, is he good. Yeah. Oh, my
4: he God, he's good. He's been on the show. And has, is his, is new, funny. Uh, his, his new album on Spotify is called uh, uh, <laughs> I Preferred His Old Stuff Better. And every uh-huh. track is called, this track is not called, and then uh, quotes, and then a name of a public enemy song. <laughs>
0: so yeah. if you search <laughs> for a public enemy song, you get that as well. Oh, God, I love that guy. He is the best, Zabeth Russell.
5: Yeah. Um you can follow me on Twitter. Uh my, my handle is Zabsters on mm-hmm. Twitter. And uh come see the Armando show at iOS on Saturday nights. Oh. Um cool. and I guess the thing that I would plug that's not mine, I this is uh I, I got into Grace and Frankie, the Netflix show that oh. has uh, Lily Tomlin and that. Jane Fonda. Sorry. Yeah, the first the first episode's not not the best, but then as you get into it, it, it becomes really enjoyable. And I love Lily Tomlin so much, and I'm glad that she's uh, working again because I would watch her do anything. So um, she's great. Yeah,
0: and we should say really IO West cool. is in Los Angeles. So yes, come to Los Angeles and go to fly o to o West. Los
5: Angeles. Go to IO West, mm-hmm, drink at Saturday the bar. Nights.
0: Yep, it's great. Come watch the show. Brian Unger,
1: what you uh, got? Well, um, my Twitter do you want that yes I do <laughs> I am Brian Unger mm-hmm. and uh just, yeah my show's very... uh, Monday nights at 10 on the travel channel uh playing uh soon to be on Netflix and Hulu and all those other places where uh-huh. they're not monetized and i don't get any residuals uh-huh. and um I think I'll plug you oh, uh thanks, Dave man. uh thanks. writer at large at Esquire magazine always Thank a you. funny smart clever thanks. um takes on music in life in general and is your book out
0: uh, next May. Next May. And, it's
1: due in two weeks. and uh,
0: I'm going to ask for an extension. <laughs> so
1: um, if knowing what I know now about what your book might be in the future, uh-huh. I'm plugging your book in the future. Thank it's a you. hypothetical.
0: Great. But a would you, knowing plug.
1: now what you know, would you get Dave's book?
0: and I'm saying yes God, thank you so much <laughs> Brian Unger sucking up I appreciate it and you can follow me at Dave Holmes on Twitter uh, I uh, would uh, I would tell you not only to check out Time Traveling with Brian Unger to return the favor <laughs> but also to uh, to download and listen to the Brandon Flowers solo album uh, The Desired Effect it sounds like a majestic release from 1986 it's like it's just chock full of sincerity and heart and I love him and I think he's incredibly hot okay. but I would be a fan anyway uh, uh, anyway, Zabeth Russell, Brian Unger, Wendy Wason, Tom Tuck, thank you for playing International Waters. And you there with headphones, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on International Waters. Goodbye. Bye. 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 You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes. Playing were Zabeth Russell, Brian Unger, Wendy Wason, and Tom Tuck. Our theme music is USA vs. White Noise by Ladytron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. The show was recorded at Guilt Free Post in London by John Purcell Shackleton and at MaxFun HQ in Los Angeles by Jennifer Marmer. The script was written by Asterios Kokonos and Sarah Morgan. And our producers are Jennifer Marmer and Colin Anderson. will see you next time.